Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. And make sure you go over there and tune in to it live. And today's date is November 2nd, turned up a little high there. Okay, okay. Saints, the world is in turmoil. I don't get it, but most of you still don't realize that we are in that time of the end. The questions that I guess ask are ridiculous sometimes, and I point to, well, it's the time of the end, and they look for things to return to normal. Folks, it's the time before Messiah's course return. It's not going to return to what you would call normal. And what are you even calling normal? So it's time to get out of sin. The world, look to that holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Look at what's going on in Jerusalem. We've told you it's the time clock. That will, the whole world is trembling because of Israel. Hear the sound of the shofar. Did you not hear it? You need to heed the warning and get right now before it's too late. Please make a choice for you should tonight. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. And the phone number is 620-878-4682. That's 620-878-4682. If you have an emergency and need to speak with Dan, text him, let him know you're going to call him on a cell at 316-619-4886. That's 316-619-4886. 619-4886. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, and all of our contact information is on our ministry hub, which is prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. Hey, folks, listen, we are getting, we're trying to broadcast out to Rumble, and I don't want to pay their fee, and so I need five people, just five people. I made an account over there at Rumble, so all you got to do is go over there. Five different people need to follow it. It's just Messiah's Branch without a comma. Messiah's Branch, follow it. I get five people. I can broadcast there for free. Otherwise, it's going to cost money, and the, all the money that we get, we need to try to focus it on the homeless, and, but we need to get out there. So we have some other ideas in the works, but pray about it. But go to Rumble and like Messiah's Branch. So let's thank our listener base. And worldwide places like Hamilton, New Zealand, Helensky, Finland, Sydney, Australia. And in the USA, we have Denton, Texas, Knoxville, Tennessee, Salina, Kansas. And last week, Raleigh, North Carolina was the largest group of listeners that listen when it posts to the podcast. And our podcast... 
podcast is branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. Okay, but I, I do want to ask you, and not because I think you misspelled it, but I, I want you to tell me where, how you pronounce that again. Helensky. Helensky. I never thought of that. I always called it Helsinki, and it's probably <laughs> wrong, but Helensky, that's what you're saying. Anyway, hello, Finland. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Anyway, remember, Rumble, Messiah's Branch, follow us. Uh, and then afterwards, after we get going, you can unfollow us. Whatever. You don't have to go over and check anything, but just do me a favor. Go over there to Rumble because that's where a lot of breaking stuff is going on. And we want to get broadcasted over there for free, but we can't broadcast for free without five followers. So that's what I need. And I just made the count, so it's new. Dear Heavenly Father, and you show home and see his name, I pray. Father, I pray for you tonight. Go according to your will, not our will, Father. And please give everyone out their ears in which to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh and your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach's mighty name, bless this program tonight and the people listening in Yeshua's name. Amen and amen. Well, let's have a song, and this is an upbeat one. I will say to the mountain that stands in my way, be removed now and cast in the sea. I believe that those things which I say come to pass, and have whatsoever I say. Yes, I have whatsoever I say.
Okay, that was Paul Wilburn, and it's a really good song, one of my favorites. Um, anyway, moving right along, just some funny notes or things. You know, one of the reasons why everything, you have to watch, always have to watch what the government does, right? But um, uh, right now, um, you know, with their decisions on war and those things, you know, they're making those decisions because the Biden administration, you know, is really, they, while you don't see it, and there's the deal, you don't see those issues in the, the, the news like about them, you know, doing the impeachment investigation and everything. Because why? Because the war news is grounding out the things, you know what I'm saying? And so a lot of the decisions they made are because of the war decisions. And they were, these people are trying to save them. You understand because the evidence is out there. Like now, the Republicans are saying, um, uh, "We know uh, they they had more information now." When they first started the impeachment investigation, everybody said, "Well, you know, you need to impeach him right now." They said, "Well, let us get some proof." Even though we know people have told us these things, excuse me, they didn't have the bank records. But now they got the bank records, and the re- and the Republicans were even shocked. They didn't even they didn't know about some wire transfers. They didn't know that Biden had a bunch of shell comp excuse me shell companies set up. But they now have the paperwork. And so what they said the next step is is they're going to start subpoenaing the different Bidens because ten different Bidens shared in the money. So it was a whole family operation. It wasn't just Joe Biden, and it wasn't just one son. It wasn't two sons. It was a t- ten members of the Biden family, and they do have the paperwork and the actual evidence and bank records now. So, but you're not going to hear about that. Why? Because of all the war things. Not saying that we shouldn't support Israel, but even Biden, you know, the coward uh, is coming out and saying, "Oh, well, they, we need to have a pause." You know, in the war, because, you know, but Israel's not going for it. You pause the war, and that lets them strengthen themselves. And for the record, uh, you know, that, <clears throat> okay, anyway, yeah, and for the record, that pause will only benefit the Hamas. And now we've entered into a new phase of things. I don't know if there's any Vietnam veterans out there listening, but during the Vietnam War, one of the biggest things that they used against our troops was tunnels, was underground tunnels. People, the, the Vietnamese would pop up out of the tunnels and shoot and go back down in them. And we had to have people that were called tunnel rats, which were, if you were, uh, you know, a short guy in the Army, you know, a tunnel rat. You, were, you would become a tunnel rat. And their life expectancy was below 50 percent, you know, that they would have to crawl through the tunnels with a, with a pistol, you know, and... Maybe and, and you know a flashlight and crawl around in there and get them. Well, the tunnels that that the uh, Hamas have made are much more elaborate. Um, it's not like the tunnel rats, and that's they have been stealing. Um, I show wow. my wife a picture of them. The they have been stealing you know money um, that's been sent to the to Gaza. For, to build their cities and to do good for the people. And they just take the money and they build these tunnels, which cost millions of dollars, concrete tunnels and tanks, and, and, and they're really elaborate. So while they're bombing, that's why they have to use such powerful bombs, because these tunnels 
are underneath what? Schools and hospitals and residential areas. And there's, there's probably like 300 miles of them. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so anyway, for, so for the record, um, so they're going to have to flush these out. Right now they're starting to use robots. Um, to go get that go down in the tunnels and they're going to blow up the entrances to them, you know, and just trap them inside. But they're talking about like there's 300 miles or more of these tunnels. And so this war, this thing that's going on could take a very long time. So really in reality, they're just getting started. Um, and so again, but then you have the, you know, we talk about what about the poor citizens of Gaza? Well, they are getting aid and different things, but you have to remember that these people in themselves participated in the slaughter of those Israelis. And it doesn't matter whether you like Jews or not. You don't behead babies. Babies no. are interests. You don't shoot little children. You don't cause little children to watch their grandma being killed or their sister being killed and all these things. These people are animals. You know? But that's how they were brought up from birth. Call up parents way. and murder their children right on the phone in front of them. Right, and and, and vice versa. They called one girl and and, and, and she all. watched her grandmother, get, her grandma, her grandma. And there may have been there were so many different ones. Uh, there were several of the videos and and things that I just had to quit reading. Know. You know, I I I, I, I couldn't read them all the way. So it's really bad. So the the point is, we need need to pay pray for the peace of Israel. We need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem because that will bring Messiah back. And people just aren't understanding. Realize things aren't normal. We are in the time of the end. And the biggest thing that you can do for your own safety, because then that's where people shift. If they say, well, if we're in the time of the end, what are we supposed to do? There's no rapture to fly out. We need to be about the Father's business. You know, you need to be doing what a Christian or, or a born-again believer, whatever you a follower of Messiah, Messianic, you know what I mean. Somebody that's accepted Messiah's sacrifice, you're supposed to be about his business. Well, I found out today from my lovely son, uh, it's not only stores that are being raided and things taken as what they want, just walking and take them. Now, right out here in our lovely Marion County, over here in Peabody, a farmer had a whole truckload of cows stolen during the night. And they have nowhere to know where they're at. Somebody come in, loaded them up, and took them during the night. And he's missing a whole field full of cows. Not only that, three different farmers, uh, big those great big giant round hell bales of hay, somebody set on fire at four in the morning. Three different farms. That's their lifeline. That's how they feed their animals and their cows. That's how they make their money. They don't. They're not there for somebody just to come and take. Or set well, their fields on fire, and so now we have it out here in Marion County. Okay, and so let's let's go for the record. You know, I told everybody that they need to be, and I've said it for years, that you need to be at least sixty miles from any major city. But you know, so here they come. They're they're, they're stealing our beef. That um, uh, Frank asked, was that a Halloween thing? Well, it was in the newspaper, so I doubt it because it would have had to be last week before Halloween. Yeah, that was before. Yeah, because that. Marion County record comes out on Wednesday, and so it's, yeah, Tuesday was Halloween. Yeah, it, it had to happen before Halloween because he said it was in this week's paper. Yeah, we we don't get an everyday paper. He explained yeah. that to him. Yeah, it's once a week. It's once a week, and for the record, you know, if, I don't know if you people heard about him raiding our the local sheriff raiding our uh, uh, 
paper and doing things that were unconstitutional, uh, he did resign and one of his sheriff's officers. But anyway, so um, to steal cows like that, it was someone connected to the farmer, Frank. Could have been. Um, it could have been. We just don't know. That's all the information that we have at the time. And all that, we know is they came in the middle of the night and loaded them up on a truck and took them all. Well, th this is something that you have to realize. You know, right now, you know, we're, the, we're Marion County. We're in a rural county, and Marion County, it's not like that the uh, – What's the normal? What time is everybody in bed around here? Oh, these streets roll up at 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. You know, um, That don't I mean, mean everybody's in bed because you bed. drive around and everybody's lights are on at 2 or 3 in the morning. So, yeah, that don't mean they go to bed. The streets are just dead at 8. Right, but they're, but in, in truth of that, though, I have, we do drive around. And the city, our city is dead at that time, at, at that time of night. There may be a few younger people that are up for it, but most of them work or whatever. But let alone the farmers. The farmers go to bed. And I know I drive, because we drive home, um, we come home from Mission Church late, you know, 11, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock at night um, on a workout night or whatever. Um, and it's dead. There's, you know, sometimes there's a sheriff out there on the highway, you know, taking, you know, doing tickets, but not very often, you know. Let alone if you come up from the El Dorado way, um, I don't think I've passed a sheriff. I don't hardly ever see cops around here anywhere. Yeah. And Every once in a while you see one. We, and really, and, and I don't know if I should be saying it on the air, but in our city, we don't even really have a full-time cop. Yeah. The sheriff just comes through once in a Quiet. while. Quiet. Quiet, yeah. yeah. But, you know, there's a point. But see, so the crime is extending out, you know what I mean? And, and so that's a big deal. But I bet you, though... Um, if this keeps up, there, there, somebody will organize something, and, and you know, I'll be in line if they need somebody to help watch later. Yeah, night. especially lighting them them bells of hay on them things are expensive. It's like two or three hundred dollars a bell, isn't it, for one of those great? Well, I, I don't know. I've never bought one of those big round ones. Well, I know just a I'm simple saying. little bell of hay that you get, like I get for my chickens, is up to seven dollars, seven fifty. Daniel said he just bought two, costing fifteen dollars. So seven, really? seven fifty a bell over there in, in Marion. So, yeah, the, and I think the last time, uh, a couple of years ago, I didn't have no way to haul it, but I think Daniel said he could get one for 150 So they're probably up to 300 now. Well, like I say, again, I don't I'm know, but guessing. you're right. That's what the farmers used to feed them cows, but I guess if the farmer hasn't got cows, he doesn't need to That's hay. only one farmer, though. There was three farms that had their hay set on fire. Three? Three different farms in, over on, you know, in the country. Between Mary and, well, and, and you know what I'm gonna and believe it or not, you know what I'm gonna blame that on. I'm gonna blame it on on meth heads. And he said over by Peabody, so I'm just guessing that the farm is probably the one on Highway 50. Right now, unless it's a, it, it, you know, now we say different farms, so that takes it out from being a vendetta just against one farmer. And so you know, you never can tell. It could be some crazy liberal, you know, or a meth head. Illegal you know. aliens. Yeah. Yeah, could be that. I don't. I why I don't. I'm just not leaning towards that right now because realistically, out here you don't see them. You know what I mean? You just, well, you don't see the ships come down and take them. They're abducted. No. Oh my God! So the aliens got the cows. Okay, moving right along. We do have a category over there at PropCR.com that you can look at that kind of stuff. But um, anyway, so no, I don't think it's a. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I don't think that's what it is. But anyway, so <laughs> some some uh, our producer said it was some radical vegan. Some radical vegan. What could be? <laughs> believe it or not, it could be that. And there's the kicker. Because the cows amazing, have eaten their meals. Nothing amazes me anymore. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, nothing really surprises me. I, absolutely. You know, I mean, come on, we're seeing wars with aliens and stuff, you know, like down there in Peru and stuff. And by the way, there's a guy going down there to investigate. But the point of the matter is, it's just, it's, it's just what all seems nuts. But that's what takes it to the end times, you know. I mean, but nothing's normal, you know. No, uh, nothing's normal, especially when they can't even find a person with a tag number anymore. They can't locate the Well, owner. tell them what you're talking or, about. Or tell them. Uh, okay, last Just month I was taking my daughter to the doctor, and a 18-wheeler decided he was going to pass us on the right, on the shoulder, and he clipped the back of my van. Well, I got a picture, uh, or my HHR, my new one that I just got, and he clipped it. He could have killed all of us. It was all in the car, me and three girls. But I got a picture of his tag, and my daughter got a picture of his tag. And we called 911, and they talked me to the Peabody Police Department. The sheriff came out and took a report, and he said, we're going to log this. We're going to put this in record as a hit and run. But I don't think we're going to be able to locate the driver because it's an out-of-state tag. What? What? (laughs) A perfect picture tag. So my comeback to him was, oh, so you mean I can go locate that truck and rob a bank and not worry about getting caught? Hello? (laughs) And he said, no, but we just can't. I don't know that we'll be able to do that, but we will enter it as a hit and run. Well, I sent pictures of it to him through email, and he came back three days later said, I gave the information to my coworkers, and they ran the tag, and we had no luck finding the owner of the truck or the driver of the truck. Me and my daughter looked up the name of the truck that was on the truck and found it as a company truck. And there is a way to find them. They just don't do the job. Okay. Well, and for the record, I told my wife um, when she told me that, I said, well, okay, well, in fact, give me the tag number. I am the name of the company. I'm going to contact the company and tell them what's going on. But it's ridiculous. Nobody wants to do their jobs, you know. Um, Anyway, tell them where they can find us. We're up to break time already. so Okay, you can find all of our contact information, radio program archives, mission updates, and everything's over at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes. Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 
479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. In Genesis 41, tells the story of Pharaoh having a dream of seven fat ears of corn followed by seven blasted ones, meaning there's seven years of plenty and then there was seven years of famine following. We are now in seven years of famine once again starting September 25th of 2021. Joseph's Kitchen is about getting actual wheat berries, putting them through a meal, takes 30 seconds, putting it along with the ingredients into a bread machine, Pushing a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice, steaming hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Most long-term storage food is from nine dollars to $10,000, one person, one year. At Joseph's Kitchen, it's two people, one year, about $2,000. Then you decide whether you want to have food for one person, one year, two people, one year, four people, one year, or six people, one year, all at josephskitchen.com. That's right, about $1,000 per person per year at josephskitchen.com josephskitchen.com Well, we're back. This is Pastor Dan and Lindy Catlin. And you're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. Well, we're getting into some things. Let's talk a little bit about the Mission Church and what's going on in Wichita. Number one, it's wintertime. And let me tell you, um, the Mennonites, Buster Hart, they gave us some more sleeping bags and gave us another 10 the other day. You know, me and you picked them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, it it really breaks me. You know, I love giving them out, but you see that, like one guy, he, he came in and he, and his buddy had told him, you know, he said he could get a sleeping bag if he was sleeping outside. And, yeah, you could tell, the guy, you know, the, the guy was, but, but it was the thankfulness that the person was giving off. You know, he was almost in tears over the sleeping bag. And, and... You know, I want to do that, but there's, it's so, folks, it's so hard to do this work because I don't have enough. Right. You know what I mean? I don't have enough for the other people. And so, you know, the, the, blessed, the men and I said, they even just go to Walmart and buy a cheap bag. They bought, I'm sure they bought these online, but they're, they're really good heavy duty winter sleeping bags. And I, and as I was giving these out, another guy said, well, yeah, you gave me one of those faster than, and it, really really is super warm and so it's it's just a blessing you know i was talking with frank the producer earlier you know we, we just need to raise some more money i i i hate even asking for money you know in, in newsletters and things in the sense that um we have some supporters you know that have been with us for years or whatever but i don't want to press them for any more money because i'm sure they're feeling the crush just like we do we need to get out there, and that's why it's important. We're going to try and get out there, and, and Frank has came up with some ideas. He's going to work with me. We're, I'm going to set up a security cam and, and get some video or stuff, but we're going to put out some, some stuff to try to fundraise. But, folks, if, if you possibly can, pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church. We really do need your help. Thanksgiving's coming up, and don't you, 
what do you got? You got turkeys, don't you? What, what, what about Thanksgiving? Are we going to? I, I know you don't like to talk about the numbers, but you got to. I need you to talk. Yeah, I don't have any money to do Thanksgiving yet. I have. I've been starting to pick up a few things here and there when they're on sale. But yeah, I need. I need everything. I think I have uh, most of the turkeys that I'm going to need, which we're going to start cooking this week. I, which reminds me, I need to take the first one out when we get down to radio. But yeah, um, we need to. I think we're going to have a big number this year. We have what 150. One last, yeah, you it guys had the number one fifty-two, something it. like that. That yeah, was one fifty-one, and then we, I beat it by myself on a regular beat day. Ha! <laughs> yeah, and you and Larry did it because my body shut down because everybody got sick last year. Nobody showed. I had workstations and so much to do and so many jobs, and nobody showed up but me. And then you finally came at ten thirty, and took over because I shut down. My body was done. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then I even got sick, but I didn't get sick for like five days later. I got sick after Thanksgiving. I think I had everything done but the potatoes and the sweet potatoes and you and Larry cut them up and I don't remember. Down, but I know I had everything. What I can done. say is it seemed like an awful lot of stuff. She could say, well, it was only this or that, but it was an awful lot for us to do. But anyway, and then to serve it, too. You know, when you said it's different than serving a normal dinner because there's only, you know, there's a few routine things. But Thanksgiving, there's more of this, there's this and that. And it it was it was different. And I didn't even understand quite the whole uh, uh yeah, and if you want to help with the food, if you want to make something, I can pretty much use anything you want to make. But I'm pro- I'm trying because they're go trays. I'm trying to stick to the basic turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy and dressing, and then uh, olives and um, sweet potatoes and olives and black olives and and angel eggs, and then I'll Green do that all in their in their go tray, and then I'll have a dessert tray that um, I probably put two or three pieces of dessert in. So. Any kind of dessert will work. If you want to make a dessert, bring it. doesn't matter how big or how small. Every little bit counts, and every little bit makes a plate. Yeah, and that, that's a kicker. And you left out green bean casserole. That's and great. green bean casserole. So I'm going to have in the main plate, I'm going to have turkey, mashed potatoes, and gravy and dressing. Then in the other tray, I'm going to have sweet potatoes. In the other tray is green bean casserole. And then the olives and the, and the, and the angel egg goes between the... Green bean casserole and the sweet potatoes. I got it pictured in my head a perfect Thanksgiving go tray. Yeah, amen. That weighs 10 pounds. Frank says he, <laughs> it, I don't, well, we don't like to talk about numbers. Frank says, uh, he says we think we'll have three times the amount of people this year, and it would not really even surprise Well, and me. see, the deal with that is um, our number kind of slows down a little bit because uh, when we first started doing Thanksgiving, nobody did Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. Everybody starts the, right. the week before, and everybody's so turkeyed out by Thanksgiving. Yeah, but, but now there are a couple other churches that do. One does it at 10 in the morning, and one does it at noon, and we set ours at 3. So that that kind of helps with our numbers, and I'm pretty sure they'll still do it this year because the last three years they have did it that way. Right, but then again, like I say, our our our, and we used to be, we, we used to be, when we were, Pre-COVID, we were doing about 60 people, um, you know, in the regular, you know, day-to-day thing. But then that jumped to 100. But now, you know, we're talking about, you know, numbers are, you know, 120, 130, 153, I think you did. Okay, now, uh, Craig, not Craig, 
Frank, <laughs> just ask what stores are around us that you that people can buy things online and we can pick up. We have all we have um, all, we have okay, Walmart, well, Dillon, Sam's, Dollar Tree, all of those work. Yeah, and we can hit. They're all around us. I'll put a list out. I need to put a notepad like this thing out. Um, I will do that. If you want to email me or text me and say what can I get or what store, if you want to be more specific, because then I can give you a store close to our area. Text me three one six six one nine four eight eight six three one six six one nine four eight eight six. And right now, they they because it's far enough away, um, they can actually mail a check or a money order or something. Right? right, and I can do it myself. Yeah, because we got Walmart, Walmart, Dillon's, and Sam's are my three main stores that I use for the mission. Yeah, and and uh, uh, but we do ask this: if it's a donation for Thanksgiving market for Thanksgiving. It makes it so much easier because, you know, usually what we take, what uh, it, it's not that we ever have an overabundance, so whatever is due that day and a check comes in, we you pay it. And please do not mail any packages to the mission church. Mail all packages to the Florence address and get a hold of us for that address because there's nobody there except Tuesdays and Fridays. They put a slip on the door, and we don't really have time to go chasing down mail. So Yeah, because those places that you would sell them which one of those stores he says sells turkeys? All three of them. Well, Walmart's a good one. Walmart or Dillon's, either one, you know. I get um, mine at Dillon's. Yeah, Dillon's, uh, yeah, Dillon's has good. Walmart does have some saved meal, but you don't really like Walmart meat, do you? No, but if you get honeysuckle, they come from honeysuckle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and, and so... Now, you know, this This is from Wichita. They're, they're saying now that Wichita, they have an, let's go with this, they have an overflow shelter every year where they're supposed to just let anybody in the door, you know, and no, no real rules except just behave and go to sleep. But um, those people, the people that, that, while the fundamental rule may be okay, the people that they get to run that, a lot of them don't have patience or anything, and they'll kick people out in the snow. But the city now, the city council is going to vote uh, Tuesday this year on having a six hundred and eighty-five thousand dollar package to support a no barrier. They call it twenty-four seven shelter for two hundred and fifty people in Wichita. Now, wait a minute. Now, okay, that sounds different than even the Luxor saying twenty-four seven shelter. That means they're going to be open in the daytime. Now, this is different. It says they're going to be open in the daytime. They're going to serve three meals a day, and they're talking about having counseling and online, or uh, counseling and uh, counseling, you know, people that need counseling. Well, then uh, what used to be Interfaith, which has now changed their name to Humankind, uh, mm-hmm. is, is has a $200,000 budget that they do for the shelter. And wow, that's what, if that's what their budget's been, they use $200,000 to do that shelter that they've been doing over there in their church. Wow, it just amazes me how much money is wasted. So when you get up to this, it's, say how much money that is. The $885,000 budget will support 22 weeks of 24-7 operation at the facility which is gated and will maintain a security presence at all times. Okay, I agree that they need a security presence or whatever, you know, and so this all sounds really, really good, and this is only going to be for single people. Um, the uh, uh, humankind will also, they're going to push, push all their single people out of their normal shelter and put them over there, 
and then that way they'll have a shelter for family or couples or whatever. Folks, you think, well, okay, it's, everything's taken care of. Number one, if it's anything like anything that I've seen in the past, and we've been doing this 24 years, the, the uh, nice and easy shelters are almost, I've seen them kick people out just for talking to each other in those places. And there's a certain amount of people that one, will not. One, one time where they could, were, yeah, where they were not allowed to say, even say hi to somebody. Right, and that, that one time, and then, it, then it, the, the, a girl with kids got kicked out in the middle of winter. This is just one incident because there's been a lot. This one sticks in my mind. She got kicked out for talking to somebody, but they were asking, just ask somebody a question. And they kicked her out. For, for, let me finish. I ain't done yet. They kicked her out with her kids. And so she, a guy said, well, I'll take you and come back. And right. they kicked him out, too, for taking the girl to another location and, and whatever. These, you know, I pray that it's not the situation. But here's the kicker. From the past things, people won't go in just thinking about the past things. And what's the date? Did you catch You didn't catch the date on this, but... You know when they plan on look when they plan on being in open. Uh, realistically, we're probably talking into November first of December. Now, we we helped them change that to where they did they didn't used to let them in until it was freezing. We and they started because of ache, which I helped create. Um, in fact, I was the instigator. They started taking them in at November. First, that right now the shelter would be open at November first at night, but it's not open. They're talking about not till December, so these people are going to be outside till then. Folks, we need your help. We need sleeping bags. We need oh, all they're not open until the, yeah, I just snapped to that. Yeah. yeah, they were supposed to open yesterday. Yeah, they were supposed to be open yesterday. Yeah, because we've had a couple freezing days, and and the, and the past they do not care how cold it's. And we had one day. Uh, last week that got down to 19 at night, but there was no place for the people to go because it wasn't November 1st yet. So now I'm just finding out they're not even open until November 30th, probably. I don't know. Wow. Well, they said no, or 1st of December. Wow. So into December. So they're a great big almost million-dollar thing. And the city already owns the building, so they don't have to rent it or anything. So they already own the building. Um, so, you know, there you go. They waste, that's the big, the biggest kicker. People ask me, well, why don't you interact with the agencies? I used to interact with agencies and things and before, but I, I, I threw the towel in. I don't interact with any of them anymore, except rarely, um, because of the fact of watching them waste money and not really wanting to cure the problem. And, you know, just a bunch of them are idiots. They hire people that don't even that that act like they hate the homeless and poor, and and they you know, spend all the money on ways and things to help them, but they never actually help them. No, there are ways to help them. Okay, um, moving right along, we got to get to something else. Um, read that right there. Repub Republicans raise terror alarm uh, after illegal immigrants caught with explosive devices. We're talking about coming over the border from the quant. QuarterMoonSaloon.com. Republicans are raising the alarm over a possible terror, th terror threat to the country after Border Patrol agents caught illegal border crossers carrying explosives. Now stop a second. This, they caught some carrying explosives. We'll go on to the, to the rest of it in a minute. Let that sink in your mind. 
your, your, your brain. They caught them carrying illegal explosives into the United States, illegal aliens. But there's a whole bunch that come through that they don't catch. Go ahead. Several days ago, U.S. Customs and Border Protection, CBP, agencies, illegal immigrants carrying with them improvised explosive... Improvised. That's improvised. I know what it is. Improvised explosive devices. That uh, Mr. Barroso said were the size of cannonballs and were tailor-made for terrorism. And elevated terror that against the United States and its citizens has also been flagged by the FBI Director Christopher Wray, who issued a stark warning while testifying before Congress on October 31st. Right. Stop. Um, And so, Ray, the FBI has been, this is the first we hear of them. All they've been saying is the biggest terror threats are from the people in the United States and not meaning the illegal aliens, but saying all the white supremacists and all that stuff, you know, the magna people, the people that follow Trump are the people that needs to be watched. But yet they let all, letting all these, in fact, just today there were uh, 400, they caught 400 Nothing but Islamist Muslims coming into the country in Arizona. But you understand, for every one that they catch, there's probably two or three more that they don't catch coming in. Yeah, let's send 400 over here and let them get caught, and there's 4,000 over here that's going to get away. There you go. There you go. And so, you know, it says that there's a heightened terror alert. Well, you know, um, they caught 260,000 people coming in the U.S. border at one place, but it goes back to things. Read that. There have been 1.7 million gotaways since President Biden assumed office, according to the House Committee on Homeland Security. Okay, and so that's what they're admitting because 100. How do they have, first off, where do they get 1.7 million gotaways if they got away? But you know what? They're, yeah, how'd they, they count them? That down. How'd on. they count them? There you go. Yeah, my, duh. Duh. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, so there's many, many more. Um, and so the point is, is you need to be safe. And now we're seeing out here cows and hail bells. Maybe you're right. Maybe that is some illegals that came in and set the, the bales on fire or whatever. But the point is, is you need to be aware and you need to be about your business. You need to be about the father's business because the only safe place is in his will. And just for the record, if you think the other countries aren't getting involved with this war, read that. Okay, Israel has no right to defend itself, says Russian at UN. Russia at UN. Jerusalem Post. Russia condemned efforts by Arab states to normalize relations with Israel before the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is settled. Israel has no right to defend itself as it is an occupying power, Russia's representative to the United Nations, Vasily Nebenzah, don't said, worry about his name. Uh, said at an emergency special session in the, of the the UN General Assembly on Wednesday, the only thing that they can master is continued pronouncements about Israel's supposed right to defend to self defense. Although as an occupying power, it does not have the power, as confirmed by the advisory opinion to of the International Court of Justice handed down in 2004, said the Russian representative. Okay, so Russia is saying that the, the International Criminal Court, which really has no power unless you let it have power, um, says that an occupying power doesn't have a right to defend itself, and Israel is an occupying power. 
people go look, there isn't even such thing called a Palestinian or whatever, go look at history. But the point is, is all these countries are, the whole world is trembling. Don't you get it, folks? The Bible says Jerusalem would be a cup of trembling in that time. Um, let's, yeah, I don't know, but we'll go ahead and do this one. Okay, draw-dropping fact. The CDC data confirms that the COVID vaccine can reduce your lifespan by at least 24 years. The exposed post, the expose was posted on October 31st, 2023. The long-term, the long-term consequences of the COVID-19 vaccination are now being released. Realized. Uh, realized. And released. Okay. That's realized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, realized. Meanwhile, the latest Cleveland Clinic data and the latest U.S. data analyzed by John Sterling, founder of Insurance Collaboration to Save Lives and former number one ranked insurance analyst, shows a really, really disturbing trend. The damage to health caused by each vaccine dose does not lessen over time. It continues indefinitely. In fact, CDC all-cause mortality data show that each vaccine dose increased mortality by 7% in the year 2022 compared to the mortality in the year 2021. Mortality, yeah. Yeah. So if you have five doses, then you were 35% more likely to die in 2022 than you were in 2021. If you had one dose, then you were 7% more likely to die in 2022 than you were in 2021. The largest percentage of the people that got one dose went ahead with all the shots. So most yeah. did get. And you're seeing movie stars and all kinds of people uh, just drop dead. You know, And it's because of this. Go ahead. So if you were unvaxxed, then you were no more likely to die in 2022 than you were in 2021. Right. The more doses of the original vaccine you took, the more likely you were to catch COVID. In other words, the original COVID vaccine is not merely ineffective against Omicron. It is actually anti-effective. It is therefore not a vaccine against the present strain of COVID. It is an anti-vaccine. It, it damages your immune system in a dose-dependent manner. The more shots you took, the more damage you will have done to your immune system. The science has now been established by the Cleveland Clinic. Genetic vaccines damage your immune system and make you less likely but more likely to be infected with the COVID. Not only that, but there are horrendous side effects on the cardiovascular, neurological, and reproductive systems as well. There are nothing short of mandatory progressive enthusiasts. No, that's euthanasia. euthanasia. That's another word. Yeah, kill yourself. Kill yourself. Okay, so the, the, the stuff is out there. That's another reason why the wars are proposing to cover up in that, this data. Elon Musk even came out and he said, he, he said, um, most people, he said, they, he talked with Joe Reagan on his show. And it came out, you know, between Reagan and Musk. Musk said he's been warning about it. He warned about it from almost the first because he got a hold of the Wuhan laboratory people. And they actually told him the biggest mistake that they made was putting everybody on ventilators. And Reagan came back and said that, yeah, about 80% of the people died because of the bacterial infection that they got by putting on, you know, the, the respirators. You know, when they, you know, those things they shove down your throat like your uncle. 
Yeah. You know, um, who eventually died, you know what I mean? And so bacterial lung infections was the deal. It wasn't even COVID that killed them. So, folks, we are living in the time of the end. And if here's something that will tell you about the time of the end. The Euphrates River, listen to this. The Euphrates Roll in the end of time decided in Islam and Christianity. The Quran states that the Mahdi Messiah will not come before the river Euphrates dries up to unveil a mountain of gold for which people will fight. Ninety-nine out of one hundred will die in the fighting, and every man amongst them will say, perhaps I may be the only one to remain alive and possess this gold. But the Christian book of Revelations prophesies, this is what the uh, Revelation says, in the near future, the Euphrates or breaking will break forth like water. The Mideast will dry up in preparation for the battle of Armageddon. In the apocalypse described by John, four angels are bound in the Euphrates, and will the end times is near, they will be released. Revelation 9:14. Um, and another angel will dry up the river, so the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. In other words, so they can march over the Euphrates to attack Israel. See, that's what the end times is about, all attacking Israel. Revelation 16:12. The New Testament also describes the lost tribes of Israel hidden beyond the Euphrates will return to the land because they'll be able to walk through. The Euphrates River right now is drying up. Um, it absolutely is. It is drying up. It's almost dried up. And so this prophecy is coming true. There was another prophecy that said in the middle of the desert, rivers will spring forth. Well, I think it was in Egypt or whatever, just a river sprung forth out of nothing, and it is now flowing. Folks, we are in that time in the end. You need to prepare yourself. Pray, pray, pray about doing the Father's work. If you want to know what is the Father's work, Yeshua says how you'll judge the nations. Go to Matthew 25, and it's about the last 12 chapter, or twelve verses, and read it about how he separates the sheep from the goat. Pray about that. That's what you should be doing. Okay, folks, we really are the last hope for so many. Pray about supporting the Wichita Mission Church. All donations, as my wife said, matters. But the Father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart. Your heart. And so put your heart in it. It's Thanksgiving, you know. I pray we have a peaceful one. But pray about supporting what we do for Thanksgiving. And if you live in a Wichita area, make something, you know. Put your heart in it. You know, because like you said, you know, even if it'll only make two or three or five plates, it matters. Yep. Somebody will Every get it. Every little bit counts. And it'll bless them. In fact, right now, you serve a bunch of different dinners, so to speak. Three or four different things, yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes I go in the house, uh, house and I look and I open the icebox. I say, nah, my wife made some good noodles last week. No, not a chance. They're at the Mission Church. Somebody <laughs> got them in a plate. But, and it keeps leftovers not going to waste. But you see my point? You know, everything helps. If <clears throat> So consider a donation. Tell them how they can donate. You can donate online over the phone by Cash App or uh, mailing a check or money order, and you can find all of our contact information at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. If you don't wish to help with the poor, consider a donation for radio airtime. It's not free, and the donation is what keeps us on the air. Okay, folks, remember, go to Rumble and follow us, please. I need five followers. I got one already, uh, and I just got that 
somebody I know did that one just said and but really just follow us on Rumble so we can broadcast there for free and for the record you folks you might see us out some other places we are not leaving uh, American Voice Radio we've been here since the first we'll be here to the end and by the way I want to wish my daughter-in-law a happy happy birthday she turns the big 3-0 today and she's pregnant uh, 15 weeks with our 18th grandbaby yeah amen and amen okay but remember, folks, there is only one true God. Who is he? He is your father. And he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repentant sins, and he rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way to the Father. Before I say this other thing is that they're now, it's going to be darker because Sunday night they changed the time again. So, yeah, so that puts it instead of six thirty, five thirty. Yeah, we'll be serving dinner in the and dark. The kids get home from school and it's dark. Okay, remember, always, always, always be a blessing to others. Remember, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, uh, because when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're like it's like paying for Messiah's return. Well, it is praying for, not like it is, because the only real peace will be there will be when Yeshua returns. Lord our God, Father, Father, King of the Universe, I ask in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Father, that you would please bless and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them, and that you would be gracious to them, Father, and please give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Till an hour from now, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye. Shalom. And you all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch.